against him, but he just did not stop. Yeah, he just kept going. Kept going. Yeah. It was basically like currency. We're in the air, guys, you know. It's part two. Welcome to the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. We are brought to you by Three Notched Brewery. Colonial yes, Era Trail, I believe. Leave yes, Central Virginia. Mark. <laughs> You can find them at their tasting rooms in Charlottesville, Harrisonburg, and Richmond, Virginia. That's right. Named after characters who made their mark, like Patrick Henry, Thomas Jefferson, and Jack Jewett. Okay, I remind you. Yeah. Yes, indeed. All right, we're doing- That's America. Our theme of today is the duel. Okay, we've done like Aaron Burr, Alexander- Alexander Hamilton style. Okay. Just patch that in. Whoa, there we go. <laughs> patch that into three notch. What a what a hot 2016 reference. Do you think those characters rode the trail? I think they were. At some yeah, point. probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've done the Commonwealths. So we've done Virginia, Virginia Tech. We did Duke, Carolina. We've done the Adidas Implication Special, Louisville, Miami, and now it's on to the rest of the league, guys. Let's Sounds go. like a hot menu. Uh, are we going to like the uh, the orange people? We going to Syracuse let's Clemson? Do, let's do the orange people. Yeah, all right. So Orange out, Syracuse Clemson. Let's go. Syracuse, by the way, set an ACC uh, record last year for attendance. I saw that in the notes. Oh, wow. I yeah. the carrier dome. I what thought, are you going to do when it's... <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> what are you going to do when there's a blizzard outside? What are you going to do? I mean, they see 35,000 there. You know the next closest? 23,000, the Dean Dome. Do they, they call it the ding dong? Do they call it the ding dong? I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, I didn't. I didn't realize the that they they had fifty percent more seats at the uh, carrier dome. Mm. Yeah, pretty interesting. Do you know it's third in the rankings? Good note. Do you, do you <laughs> think the... any of those thirty-five thousand people can play basketball? Because they might need them. <laughs> do you know it's third in the rankings? <laughs> do I know what's third on the rankings? Yeah, as far as capacity. Oh, um, isn't it uh, the yum yum? Louisville, yeah. You're right. What's for it? What were you going to say? I need to go to the Mind Palace. Uh, (laughs) Is it fog? It might be fog. Oh, Mm. uh, Kansas? Rock Chalk? You're correct. Yeah. We're getting off topic. We don't have enough time to do this. Let's get to the orange out, guys. You go. Okay. Well, Gabe DeVoe. That's all you need. I'll start with Clemson. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Gabe DeVoe is going to be the best player on the floor for Clemson at all times. It doesn't matter if he's sitting on the bench or not. He'll still be the best player on the floor. Somehow, out of nowhere, my man Brad Brownell still has a job. Yeah, it is. Every it year is we say, "Is he going to get fired?" Yeah, right? it's it's a sign of the improving American economy that Brad <laughs> Brownell. You know, everyone says has it's a, a tight job. labor market. It's yeah, a tight labor I mean, market. <laughs> yeah, there just are not enough professionals with the skill sets available to hire I, for these positions. I am not seeing any of the benefits. Yeah, someone tell my boss. My but man, still, you know, my man Brad still has a job despite going six and twelve in the ACC last year. Eking out a just above 500 record at 17 and 16. Um, you know, the issues, I guess, for Clemson are are several, but mostly is that they have still have Dante Grantham on their team. And I tell you, you know, most oh, people... that's an issue for you? Yeah, most they, people oh. like Dante, but I'll tell you, he's one of the least efficient players in college basketball, and they're losing one of the most efficient players in Jaron Blossom game. This is what I was going to say. And the so, Blossom game is so, over. I wrote so that down last that, night. You're as welcome. that ball now has to sit in Grantham's hands, I think you're going to find a profound um, negative effect for our Clemson Tigers. I say Brownell is fired mid-season um, in one of really? your rare, rare mid-season firings. I, think, I don't think Clemson uh, even sniffs 500 this year. I, I think they open the season somewhere around 4-11. You do know an 
You know, you know he was influential in the Clemson football parade, though. So that might get him to the end of the year. Deal? Okay. Okay. Huh. As long as Clemson football is doing well, Brownell can kind of like slide under the radar. You know, he's fine. <laughs> I mean, they're losing Blossom game. They're losing Jitte. They're losing Avery Holmes, right? So big, big names there. Uh, I guess the case for Clemson you would make is that they're very experienced. They have a lot of guys who have played a lot and, you know, are pretty. Yeah, Jerron Blossom game athletic. played a lot last year. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, that's the case. I, I don't I don't think I'm a, as down on, on them as you are, Mike. But yeah, yeah I, I, I don't you know see what? Really I shouldn't be. I things. actually did not notice that they got probably probably my favorite about, um, a, ACC was, transfer. Yeah, I was about David to Scara, who I am oh. now just looking at these. Uh, That's not who I was going to talk about. David let's talk, Scara let's, let's, let's hear from Valparaiso is one of the most oh, one of the most <laughs> underrated uh, you know kind of big threes that you'll see uh, in the ACC this year. I think he has great. Great matchup potential uh, for for all the ACC because of his size. He shoots the three incredibly well. He's he rarely, if ever, turns the ball over. He was a great counter to Alex Peters last year at Valpo. I think you're going to okay. see him kind of try to run that same. Always wow. comes back here. to Valparaiso. Yeah, David Scarra. Keep an eye time on him. Time is a flat circle. But anyways, continue, Guthrie. So I really, really thought you were going to talk about the other transfer. Oh, the Michigan so there is, transfer. Yes. Because, yeah. I mean, the Michigan connection. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Surely. Uh, so so Mark Donnell transferred. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, he's eligible this year, like immediately. Yes. He, he's going to start. Mm-hmm. He's going to see significant playing time. And I think he might be one of the guys for this team. Like, if not the guy. Yeah. Great rebounder. Um can shoot the ball a little bit. Okay, guys, it's been five minutes on Clemson. You need to go auction your style or removing on to Syracuse. <laughs> Deal? I'm trying, I'm trying to hype up Brownell's last season. All right, right? Let's, let's, go to, let's go to Syracuse. I mean, there's really not much to I say mean, about I Syracuse. I think people are pretty high on them. Can we talk about who Syracuse lost? Been. Syracuse lost Tyler Lydon. Mm. Significant. Tyler Roberson. Significant. DeWan Coleman. Significant. Andrew White and John Gillen. Yeah. Very significant. Andrew Ryan White, Thompson Ooh, transferred, right? So yeah, pretty much, I was going to say that Torian uh, Thompson. That is like the worst. God, the transfer to Seton Hall. So that they have is Ty's like battle. Slap in the face. Are we just riding Ty's battle? Yeah, sure? it's Ty's, just, it's Ty's just battle plus four Ty's dudes. Now they do still have Frank Howard, right? Yeah, Frank Howard's back. <laughs> wow. So he's go, gonna go tell them. He's gonna get they've a, got a, an earful from Jim Jim Beheim every game. That's Gino great. Thorpe is transferring from South Florida, and he's like seems pretty. Dependable, if not world beating. I'd like to give a big compliment to Jim Beheim for calling out uh, North Carolina at ACC Media Day because it made my work week and it made my work week very interesting and very compelling. Fantastic comments. He said, I'm not going to talk about it, but then he proceeded to talk about it for like 10 minutes. Oh, excellent. I, well I actually, done, Jim. I really enjoyed reading the profile. That is a public service announcement to all the people. And what did, I, what did he do? Was he calling them about, out about the allegations? Uh, he just said, like, it, it's not fair that you, you go after my main man, Fab Mello, for yeah. one paper, and then you guys put on a 20-year academic scandal and just get scot-free for everything. Oh, Congratulations, It's, it's completely ridiculous if, I, we're, if we're talking about that. It's absolutely ridiculous. We're going to about it every podcast The double standard that the NCAA has is just absolutely insane. Taylor, don't cut your eyes at us. No, no, no. I highly I recommend your eyes. I mean, I think it's fine. I rec- you think it's fine? No, I don't think it's fine. I'm just you like... You heel planted, like, tattooed on your butt? I'm over the scandal talk. I, like, I can't do it anymore. I, uh... 
But I think it was there was a good profile of Beheim that's like kind of talks to what you were saying. It showcases that by uh, Titus on the ringer talking about how like he calls it like it is. He doesn't pull his punches, and he it's true. It's it's why a lot of people who aren't Syracuse fans hate him and like, I'm in are on constantly him annoyed because he's, he's a like, hero, kind of whiny, kind of constantly in irritation. But like people from Syracuse love him because he's like one of them. I think he's yeah. a hero. because from people the in that area are always annoyed, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're always kind of ornery. They're always angry. Yeah, they're like the opposite of people in Fargo. People deal with cold differently. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so um, one person that you really do have to keep an eye on this year is uh, Pascal Chukwu, I believe is his name. Ooh. The uh, the Providence transfer, seven foot two. Oh, also, yeah. also right. a good year shoe man. Um, does he you know, know how to walk yet? <laughs> no, he does. He does. He's, okay, good. He's, oh, he's pretty good. One of the best uh, defensive players. He kind of uh, reminds me of that guy from UConn uh, that used to block all those shots that time. Oh gosh. That was, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Why, you know who I'm talking about? Why am I so old and I can't remember names? Yeah, yeah. I Stop can't remember. It. His this name is going to come to me. Okay. Yeah. You guys keep talking. It's going to come to me. Mm-hmm. So second uh, overall pick. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, Memphis Grizzlies, right? I don't know, but not in the NBA anymore. Our listeners are tearing uh, their hair out. Yes. Tabit. Well done. Tabit with an H. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the battle of the orange, who are we, who are we taking here? I'm, you know what? I'm going Syracuse. Oh. I'm in with Jim. Yeah. I'm in with Jim. I'm, I'm a blue blood, man. Go Syracuse, baby. No, Clemson for sure. It's Brad Brownell's last season. <laughs> I mean, this ne- is the moment he's been waiting, waiting for. But that's going to Syracuse is going to win. All right, Taylor, so, would you like Syracuse to go with- is going to finish above Clemson is going to finish above Syracuse. For no. Sure. no, congratulations. Syracuse is going to be bottom take. three in the ACC. Yeah, Ooh. they're going to be third from the bottom. <laughs> let me tell you who's going to be fourth from the bottom. Because I'm very excited. That's Boston College, not the bottom of the ACC. Oh, this okay, is we, the next duel. No, you, no, I, no. I want to move to them. I think we should go to the state duel. The state of the state. The state of the union, the state of the state. Florida State versus NC State. Gosh, Florida State, if um, last year was the promised land, it was not a, a promised land. If you look promised at the result against Xavier, how much did it lose by? 57? Or was it more like Dear God. 28? Yeah, it, it was It was ugly. Yeah, not good. And they scorched the earth out there too. There's nothing left. There's no there's no Jonathan Isaac. There's no XRM. You know, there's no Dwayne Bacon. Yeah. You get you get none of the sizzle. You just Beasley left with was the, gone two years ago. You don't have any cool names like all you I got think is and Bacon are probably man. more important, but I am more disappointed to see XRM and then Michael Ojo go. Because they've always been special to me. Well, Doris mm. Burke was a big Ojo fan. Yeah. She was. She definitely poured one out for Ojo. All right, let's talk about NDC State, okay? We're not going to say anything about State? Florida State. No, there's nothing to say. PJ Savoy, I think, is going to be uh, is going to be a talented I do love player. Him. I think he's going to be second team All ACC. PJ Savoy, Phil Kofer is back. Uh, CJ they- Walker, CJ Walker, I think, is actually a terrific, terrific player. Yeah. And he had like there were moments last season when I was like, wow, this guy's really good. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he. I, I would. Yeah. I would assume. I would assume he's going to start and be their point guard. But well, let me he was tell terrific. you something. They, um, have, they have a top thirty recruit. They also have a guy whose name is Christ Kumaji. He's seven four. Yeah, I'm you, loving. Have it. you watched him play though? <laughs> so he's I, seven four. I have, His I name is a, Christ Kumaji. I'm sold. Yeah. So actually, uh, <laughs> Kumaji Kumaji has not developed the ability to. 
You could uh, say anything right now. Yeah. Swallow, <laughs> poop. <laughs> I mean, it could be anything. Move. I mean, he's very uncoordinated. Yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to be polite here. He lacks some grace. Uh, he's got. So I, I, so I will say. So Kamaji, um, I was watching. I was, I was watching a Florida State game with my my dad last season. And he's like, oh, wow, that guy's really tall. Way to like, build that relationship. Way and I'm like, yeah, that. he's he's 7'4". He's like 7'4", 220, 230. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, that's like Ralph Sampson's size. Like, mm-hmm. this guy is the exact opposite of Ralph Sampson. <laughs> and I think in the moment when my dad said that, Kumaji, like, took a pass, <laughs> traveled, and, like, threw the ball out of bounds. <laughs> Just like, oh, my God. I can't believe you just compared him to Ralph Sampson. <laughs> Kumaji. There's a D in there. <laughs> All right. There is. Enough. enough. Guys, so it, here's a question. No, is, Taylor, you're cut off, okay? You, we're not doing any more on Florida State. You don't want to get deep on Florida State? How, okay, do okay. you want to renege the rest of the ACC or the rest of the teams we have to go through? Let's, let's go start, with the Wolfpack. Let's, let's Let, go with the Wolfpack. Well, let's do it. Okay, okay. One. Leonard, well, so we need to talk briefly, just very briefly, about Leonard Hamilton. Okay, fair enough. Uh, he's been zombie pimp. Zombie pimp. He's been at Florida State since 2002. I mean, he's he's one of the Holy longest. Holy cow! I, 20, 2002? 2002, Yes, he's the one of the Jeez. longest tenure from the you know the the what seventy year old. They're also zombies, I think. Right, Shashevsky, maybe a zombie. Oh. Yeah, uh, well, he's had a lot yeah. of surgery, so don't talk about Zorg that way. <laughs> Uh, so, so we really just have to have let's to think talk about, about. Let's talk about the hot seat. I like yeah, this take. Is, this is, is a good good point uh, to bring up. Is out. Leonard Hamilton on the hot seat? Like, what kind of pressure is being put on him by the fan base? I I, I really I think don't. There's none. Really, you don't think there's any? I mean, pressure? I don't know. I don't have my finger on the pulse of Florida State. I feel like, but I will say. I feel like, at least from the athletic department, he's fine. Look, Florida, Florida Who expects Florida State to be good at basketball I, I, historically. Stop it, stop it. I, think I think he's you're fine. Wrong. Florida State has very high expectations when it comes to their athletics. I think whether it's baseball or football or basketball, mm-hmm. I think that they have been churning out recruits for a long time. I think they've been making for good NBA players. Um, however, their product on the court in terms of wins, championships, has been limited to say the least absolutely so where do you go there if you're Leonard I mean the problem is you're kind of stuck in a catch-22 I mean you like what he's doing because he's bringing excitement to the program and he's bringing a lot of very good players through there however some would argue that he is not talented enough to make them coalesce and gel into a system that gets significant W's completely agree I mean so what do you do? The, the success in March has not been there at all for him. Mm-hmm. His teams have consistently crumbled come February, March. Mm-hmm. And at, at some point you have to think that this it's just not working anymore. I mean the best the best result in the NCAA tournament is a sweet 16 in 2011. Yeah. That's the that's the furthest he's ever gotten. The, the best thing they Florida could have State. done was fire Hamilton this past year and hire NC State's new coach Kevin Keats. I think Kevin Keats is going to be a revelation at NC State. What yes. a transition! What, what, what a segue. transition! Let's talk NC State, right? Um, Absolutely. I worry about a lot of I love things. Kevin Keats this week. Him. This love week him. on Luke's worried. Luke's <laughs> <laughs> TM trademark that. Looks, <laughs> looks worried about Abdul Balikabu's knee. 
Mm. MCL okay. injuries mm. on big guys rarely go well, folks. Right. And I think we had to take this into account that his game is really based on athleticism. Let's face it, not post savvy. Right. He doesn't really have old man game down low. Uh, he doesn't have Tim Duggan style. Are we no. sure Kevin Keats can teach Yurt Seven and Abu how to play defense in like a month? Because that's gonna that's the timetable of them playing on the floor together, right? I mean, I don't think they're going to be good this year. Spoiler alert. But uh, well, we're comparing them to Cuse, okay? Yeah. Or no, Florida State. Yeah. Defensively, I would say that Kevin Keats' teams have never been, you know, lights out. Um, you know, however, offensively, they're among the most efficient in the entire country. They can't be worse than last year, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, NC defensively, defensively, defensively they can't be worse. This will be this will be a totally different team. I mean, you're talking about a UNC Wilmington team that arguably could have taken down UVA last year in the first round of the NCAA tournament. It was a very close game that Kevin Keats coached against Tony Bennett. I think that if he can bring that same style of going up and down the floor, I would have loved to see him coach Dennis Smith last year. That yeah. would have been awesome. I, just, uh, I, I Dennis think, Smith is an untamed player. I, I think in general, I am. I'm a huge fan of Kevin Keats in the ACC just because his he gives another like distinctive style that is so different and so new. You know have you have like well you had Patino I guess you had that Louisville style you have the UVA pack line you have like some of the you've got the you know Roy Williams you got everything I love the Kevin Keats like get out run make the game as fast as possible mm-hmm. shoot a ton of threes mm-hmm. just like I mean it is a it's a television programmer's dream, honestly, mm-hmm. to sure. have Kevin Keats doing that. I'm excited to have that in the ACC. I love it. I can't. I think that NC State in general is going to like have. They're going to be. I think they're on the upswing. I think this is only good Florida thing State or NC State. NC State. But I think that next year is it's too soon for him. I mean, they're going to sh- they're going to have some oh, games okay, where it all okay. comes together. You, they're going to struggle. You should sure. be on like a, I don't know, a television <laughs> show with that take. Go uh, I love Leonard Thank Freeman. You. Uh, another another big man with bad knees. Uh, Torn Doran <laughs> is the best player on this roster. Oh, absolutely. Torn Doran is fantastic. Uh, we would be negligent not to mention the situation with Braxton Beverly uh, and yeah. another atrocious handling by the NCAA. Absolutely. Why was this appeal not like? Why was the waiver not granted? This is utterly inexcusable, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And why don't you explain in case people don't know what that. So uh, Beverly was recruited by Thadmata when he was at Ohio State, and he enrolled in summer classes. Uh, Mata was fired at the urging of Ohio State because it's a normal yes. thing to do. It's a very yes, normal, it's thing, a normal to do. thing to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mata was fired. Uh, Beverly wanted to reevaluate and decided to transfer. Ohio State granted the transfer. They helped him in any way possible. And, and those transfer rights are something that the NCAA has promoted as a way for student-athletes to get out once their head coaches are fired. The people mm-hmm. that brought them right. there are mm-hmm. fired. They're granted more leniency when it comes to the transfer market. And strictly because there's a rule against it, uh, against taking a class at another school and then enrolling and playing for a different institution in the same season, quote-unquote. I mean, it's the same academic year, I mm. guess, if you take a summer class, um, he was not, he was ineligible, ruled ineligible, and the NCAA denied the appeal. It's certainly a terrible look to punish someone for taking classes when there yes. are other circumstances where... Yeah, it was pretty horrendous given the... Uh, 
the simultaneous situation that was involved. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll leave it there. Yeah. Okay. The same well, day. Is this going to be peppered day. in the entire how season? Do you, how do you guys feel Unbelievable. about NC State also adds Al Freeman, who's a, a transfer from Baylor. Um, he's a really good, well, he's a good shooter. You know, I, I, I think that maybe he can, if he buys into the system, he can get up and down. That so you're taking easy. State, Guthrie's taking. Well, they're both state. In the duel. <laughs> oh, gosh, you're right. <laughs> oh, I'm taking the wolf pack. I'll take the wolf pack. I'm taking the wolf oh, pack. Oh, we're all too. going. I love I, it. I'm going to go. I'll take the wolf pack. I think. I, you go with the Seminoles? No, and I think it's probably going to be the Seminoles, but I'm taking the NC State because I'm rooting for him. Mm. Let's go. Torndoren. I forgot Let's go about NC Alfred. State. I forgot about Alfred. Okay, yeah, Cellar Driller, BC or Pitt, guys. We got to run through this quick. Oh man! Oh, this not... is this is no contest. I'm no question in my mind. BC, 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 this year. middle of BC the pack ACC the team. Can we do it? Oh, I can't. Kai Bowman. I'm so excited. I'm Dye, so Dye excited for red. BC this year. Jerome Robinson and Kai Bowman are like one of the best backcourts in the ACC. This oh, is, absolutely. We've been, absolutely. Un- unquestionable. We've been waiting <laughs> three years to make our money, <laughs> and this is it. God, finally, if finally, bet BC for the first 15 games of the year. If you get Boston College plus points this season just take it i don't even care about the game just take it okay popovich in the front court eh, not that great people think he's good because they think he's related to greg popovich he's not as far as i know who knows uh you know i think they're gonna i think they're gonna surprise some people that offense is gonna be good i mean really you're just kai bowman uh jerome robinson that's a great scoring tandem really light it yep. up i didn't know this. Yep. jerome robinson was actually the leading scorer i think in the acc Last year, which is pretty good. Yeah, could be. Uh, I, I they were terrible, it. but I, they're not going to be last. I'm going to say they're going to finish like at least fourth from the bottom in the ACC. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> what about well, that? Well, actually, I would be shocked at that. I would be a little High bit High praise. I think they finish higher than Virginia. <laughs> I, I'm not so sure about <laughs> that. I'm not so sure yes. about that. I, I yes. like the angle. Let's do it. So the one question I have is, so Kai Bowman did – Hurt his knee. I think he it was mm. he tore his ACL, if I recall correctly, last season. Yes. Um. I, I suspect that he is back to full health. Uh. I, I'm 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 pulling for him hard. Uh. I, that's that's a major question mark for me. Um. Jordan Chapman is back. He's also terrific. I oh mean, yeah, Jordan, great. Adds to the backcourt. Great. Yep. Jordan Chapman, right. Jerome Robinson, Kai Bowman. They've uh, also don't they have uh the new transfer, Deontay Hawkins. Is that right? Is he he's on board? Sure, he's, from Illinois State, yeah. right? And he's yeah. a you know, he, another you know good shooter. Left on our list? Do you know who's still still left on our list? We Hit went me. way too long on NC State. And I now can't BC. talk long enough about Boston. We've got College. Notre Dame to go, which Pitt's I could gonna take be terrible. Can we skip Pitt? They're going to be last in the ACC. Yeah, they're gonna I've be... never seen a head coach utterly destroy it and suck the life out of a team like Kevin Stallings did <laughs> last year. I mean, I'm Not sorry. A team, and, a program. Yeah, and meanwhile, Jamie Dixon is over there horn toading it up. TCU I know, right? like wins the NIT. How it looks I'm, so I'm good. So sorry for Pitt fans that we are going to do this to you, but yeah, they're just yeah. no. I think Pitt fans actually deserve this. They were the ones that forced Jamie clamoring. Dixon. They're out. clamoring. Takes, hot takes. They, no, seriously, seriously. The reason. Jamie Dixon left Pitt was because of Pitt fans and the the disgruntled fan base that was was so upset at like making tournaments on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, really, that's that's the reason he left town. And you get Kevin Stallings and last year and this year. Yeah, you they know wanted what? more. Sometimes you got to take a big swing. Yeah, okay, and I don't blame them. You, you missed the memory yeah, of Pitt fans. The memory of Levance Fields. 
Did not linger, unfortunately. <laughs> R.I.P. Pitts Basketball Program 2017. Enough on that. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on to the Golden Boys. We're going to do a trio right here, okay? This is not a duel. Maybe you can call it a it's duel. It's a three-way duel. Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, Notre Dame. You should have left Notre Dame as the independent out there. <laughs> yeah, they should not be lumped How into this. How appropriate. How appropriate. Notre Dame should not be lumped in, into this crap. I think they might win the title this year. I, Let's I really just talk mean about that. Notre Dame last. Okay, fine. Let's we, we go can, to okay. We'll, we'll Georgia Tech. Taylor, can you s- please not spend fifteen minutes on this by yourself? <laughs> oh, Georgia Tech. Please? I could talk for hours about Georgia Tech. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot to Mikey say. Mikey ran him in. There's a lot to <laughs> say. A lot to say. Well, f- first of all, suspended indefinitely. We do not know the status of Josh Okoji, Okoji, and Tadric Jackson. Right. Mm-hmm. And who knows what's going to happen? I'm and I mean. A lot of things are happening in China over there now with UCLA and Georgia Tech. Like, Leangelo Ball shoplifting. He's on house arrest. Yeah. Who knows? It's, I don't know. It's crazy the, the, stuff the matchup of the scandals. When really. you change time zones, who knows? Anyways, can't wait for that game. Uh, yeah. Without that, Josh Okoji, it's hard to imagine the Georgia Tech offense consistently huge. producing points. I mean, yeah. Ed, throughout they, throughout the end of last year, there was only one guy that could go one-on-one and take people off the dribble and get into the paint and most importantly get to the free throw line and that was josh akoji he put that team on his back for the last 10 games so i don't, I don't know what they do without him ben ben lammers is their best offensive option mm-hmm. but after him i mean it, they have they have literally well, so some I, dudes we asked like, ken, that's, that's we it. asked ken palm about this in uh part one i think and i'm still kind of mystified why but he has georgia tech in his numbers ranked much higher offensively than they were last year. And their offensive last year was atrocious. So yeah. I kind of don't understand it. One of the most efficient defenses. Right, the, great defense. I mean, the top, second most efficient defense in the ACC. Yeah, top year. 10 defense in the nation. Like, shut them down. Ben Lammers, he's amazing. I don't know where they're going to find the offense. I'm mystified. I hope they find it for someone. I hear good things about uh, Jose Alvarado, who's their new recruit coming in. Gonna run the point From guard. Brooklyn, yeah, yeah. I hear yeah. good things. I don't know. Um, I this we haven't addressed it yet, but the whole reason that Jackson and Akoji were suspended is like maybe a personal vendetta from someone, maybe a true impermissible benefit. Is that is that what you're going to do all year long? Is spin any scandal into like, oh, it's okay, Georgia Tech in the lights, Louisville Angels, North Carolina. What? I don't know what I'm spinning let's give uh, them a, scandals. Let's give them a gold star for their I, academic standards. Yeah, Is that I'm, what you're going to do all year I'm long? Because I'm going to come on, at you all year long for that. I'm on the side of the criminals in all these cases. That is true. Now I'm just <laughs> realizing it. But criminals, that's a strong term. I don't know. Who knows what this is really about? You know, whatever you deem it. Um, I mean, they got two jerseys and a flight. Right, and like a, pair, a couple coach. pairs of shoes or something. Not, from, not even from the coach. From a guy that the coach, like... S- you know, saved from addiction, quote unquote, and now he violated his parole, went to jail. Now he's who knows? I don't know, but it's a lot of he said, he said, right? And who and we, yeah, exactly. Yeah, good point. So, um, so big question, big question marks. Big question is, can you find some offense that's not been Lammers? Yeah. And Arakoji and Jackson. Out All right, for Wake more Forest boys. Yeah, Let's hear it. Give, give it to me, Guthrie. Nobody knows Wake, Wake Forest, Forest like you do. What did Brian Crawford do this summer? <laughs> he did tell me what that. didn't he do this summer is the better question. So, I, I mean, we have to be honest here. I don't think the ceiling for this Wake Forest is the team roof? is 
It's the ceiling is <laughs> but certainly can I not tell the you roof. What? Can I tell you one thing about this sure. Wake Forest team? Sure. They lost John Collins, right? Yes, yeah. they did. But I'll tell you one thing for sure. The Titanic still has to go. The Titanic still has to go. Everybody in North Carolina got that reference, yeah. except for you guys. Yeah, they, he did, I cannot no, believe you don't know that reference. They used the wrong analogy for the, the Titanic. The Titanic still yes. has to go. He used the wrong analogy for the Who did? Cam Newton. You didn't hear this? No, no, he no. Talked to, well, oh, Cam Newton. Yeah, man. Travis Benjamin yeah. got traded off the team, and then he was at the podium, and he's like, yeah, it hurts. He was a great player. But the Titanic still has to go. We're like, Cam, Cam you know what happened Newton, to the man. Titanic? Cam Newton, you know Cam Newton. He's That's just so, pretty he, embarrassing. So I'm I've never say heard that. his own teammate defend the, him. That the, is the new challenger to the ceiling is the roof, is the Titanic still has to go. So the main. The so that's how I feel about Wake Forest. The Titanic still has to go. Yeah. No, they do. Because the main problem is they have no front court, really. I mean, they lost Miniglu and John Collins, who was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so really, they need Bryant Crawford to step up. I mean, they need Bryant Crawford. They need to be. They need him to like be the guy that we hoped he was. But they do have uh, Durrell Moore. Durrell, if Durrell Moore sh- shows like a consistent game of what he showed mm-hmm. flashes of, wasn't mm-hmm. he a very highly highly rated recruit mm-hmm. at one point? Decently, but he kind of hasn't shown it in games. Uh, Randolph Childress, their backcourt is fantastic. Yeah, you got Keyshawn Woods. I mean, oh, Keyshawn Woods, the best beard in the ACC, like not even close. (laughs) Like he's got, he's the James Harden. He actually, he actually, you guys look kind of alike. I mean, I know that you're a white guy and he's a black guy, but you look very similar. Got the the shaved head and the and the beard thing going on. Extremely like fit and athletic. Yeah, yeah, built like an astronaut. So if you get a little more more from those guards and wings like Woods and then Brandon Childress, Randolph Childress' son. Sorry, Mm -hmm. if you get them. I mean, I don't know. They're not going to be as good as last year. Is, is to yeah. me, that's what it all says. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Lacking depth on the front court, absolutely. I'm interested to see how Shonday Brown performs this year. Um, Four star recruit. Uh, they didn't have a fantastic recruiting class coming in, and really like didn't help bolster the. I mean, I'm I'm going to say his last name wrong. Sunday OKK. Yes, you said it we'll right. See, we'll I'm gonna see just how, say that you said how it, it works out. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be redshirt or not. So would you take Wake Forest or Georgia Tech at this point? Wake Forest. Georgia Tech. Oh. I think it all matters about Jackson and Koji, of course, but... Thank you, Obvious. Taylor, the politician I'm for 2018. I'm going to take... We got Bryant Crawford. I'm gonna, we yeah, got, we. I like a we. We got Bryant Crawford. We have the <laughs> other Donovan Mitchell. I'm rooting for both these teams. I want them both to be great, but I have to take Georgia Tech. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm going to take Georgia Tech, oh, too. You guys, you guys Only because I think uh, Koji uh, and oh, those guys, guys get are, off. Good I jumped off it. No, I'm still on the Wake Forest bandwagon, though. Dude, Banquet 2.0. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> Should we do it, 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 it right now? It is time. Well... It's three against one, so that's not quite a banquet. Have we been split on anything? Not, I don't think so. Not for this. For all right, else. all right. Guys, it's time. It's time for a team that is close to my heart this year, and I am, I've am i already bought a lot of their st- all their stock that anyone has sold. And <laughs> it play is some sentimental music right the now. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I believe in this team this year. They're completely un- under the radar. They're not being talked about in preseason predictions from any of your ACC quote-unquote experts or gurus, or even your national columnists. They're not talking about this team. They have Bonzi Colson coming back, who was the co-ACC player of the year in my mind last season. Okay? 
Fonzie Colson for president over here. They had Matt Farrell, who Michael and I believe is the best point guard in the ACC. We did last year until we got thrown off the scent for one brief game when mm-hmm. Parentes, um got him in a yeah. game. Just mm-hmm. one game. And I love this team. Fluger is still around. I didn't know he was still around. This week on Is He Still in School, Rex Fluger. Can no we add that way. to the no, list? He's pretty young. He's a he's a junior. Yeah. Still. Yeah. It feels he like he's been like around he's forever. Like Austin Torres is still around. Austin yeah. Torres is around. They have one of the best recruiting classes in a while at Notre Dame. Yeah, Can we they, agree on they that? had an excellent recruiting class this year. Can I mean, we put, who doesn't want to play for Mike Brown? Who doesn't want to put this team as number one? Wow, number one. You're I going don't. Notre Dame. I, I Top two. Wow. I believe in this team. Wow. And you know what? I've shorted this team for prior years. In season one, I did it. And may, may halfway shorted them season two. I've I've gone 180. Because you know what? I'm trying to look at this with the clear eyes and a full heart. Can't lose. Exactly. Tell me I'm wrong. Hmm. Well, they still don't have any size, right? You don't need <laughs> it with Buzzy Colson. But when has, like, what was the last time Notre Dame had a massive big man? I mean, Austin was pretty big. Zach Austin. When they, you know, went to the Elite Eight, they, only, speak they, run, they only run one guy in the middle. Yeah. And that's, that's all that's they need. True. That's true. And, like, it's is Bonzi Colson going to be that one guy? I mean, he's more yeah. active than all their. What was ones. what was cool about their team last year is that yeah. they actually gelled uh, a little do you bit really defensively. Think Vistorius is like the the was the straw that stirred the drink last year. <laughs> well, VJ Beecham. Get out of here. VJ Beecham was a a big loss. Okay, like fading in and out. VJ Beecham. Vestoria, like we'll see uh, maybe one out of two Vestoria games. was Vestoria a stud. Was, was a big loss. Vastoria was a stud. Except when he went like one for eight every now and then from three. Man. He was better when he was a junior, not he, a senior. Yeah, he didn't miss a free throw last year. Well, his junior season was much better. Anyways, I, I was impressed with Notre Dame's defensive effort last year. You know, I think that if I'm thinking about where they fit within the overall spectrum of the ACC, I, you know, I like that you have them in the top two. I mean, I'm not that cool. I can't quite put them there with you. No. I mean, I, I put them like six. You know? Really? I thought that they were going to be bottom feeders last year, and they were not. They were talented. But um, no, I, I like other more athletic teams like Miami, Louisville, North Carolina, and Duke. Um, so, I mean, I like them five or six. You don't think this team could jump Carolina? No, I don't. I no. think they could jump that's, Louisville. That's All right. Maybe I was identify. being a little bold. Maybe it was being a little bit bold. Maybe I'll take Louisville over this team, but I think this team jumps Carolina. Yeah, hmm. I actually agree with you. I think they're I, you of all the teams we talked about. I think UNC is the one that I'm least convinced by right now. Yeah, they of the, no the big teams, like the teams at the top of the league. I'm saying. So right. your your top four. Let me let me just get this right. Your top four is Notre Dame, Miami, Louisville, and okay. Duke, Duke. UNC. Another question. Miami, Louisville. Okay. Coaching. Mm-hmm. Can we trust Mike Bray to adapt to what he's been given in his hand more than Roy Williams when he's not given? Three wild cards in his deck, and he has to deal with a normal deck <laughs> in a game of poker. Guthrie, come on! I, I think you might be underselling Roy Williams a little bit, but I will. He You're ACC Coach of the Year last year. He does not have his big I, man. What I, is he gonna? Do you think Roy? He does knows, not have his bigs. He's like, I'm gonna do a small ball lineup. If Roy Williams told me that at a pickup game, I'm gonna be like, I'm going over to Mike Shashesky right now, and we're gonna run train <laughs> on you. <laughs> Look, Roy's just a good old boy. You I don't know. Have I'm to enjoying, I'm enjoying thinking about the pickup game. 
<laughs> oh, I didn't know about any of those tutors and uh, those classes. <laughs> I think uh, I do like Mike Bray's ability to adapt. You're, def- to you're selling Roy short, but yeah, I- I'm in with you on Notre Dame. I think they're going to be good. Thank you. I'm not as in, but yeah. I mean, I thought five was generous. But all right, who are your top five in the ACC? Let's do it right now. Gosh, um, I, I don't have anything prepared for this. In but, order, in the, yeah, on the in spot, order. perfect. In order, on the spot. Oh, you've just gone through and you've done all your your duels. I mean, I'll, I'll work backwards for myself. I'll throw mine right here. Okay, ready? Wow, you would. You would. <laughs> oh yeah, Duke, Notre Dame, Miami, Louisville, UNC. In order, descending order. All right, write it down. All right, I will go. Don't at me, UNC fans. I'll go. I'll go. Notre Dame, Louisville, UNC. Duke UVA. Wow. So you're with wow. me. Yeah. You are with me. Yeah, I will. I'll go I with UVA said, winning the ACC. I thought you said there were going to be six. <laughs> I thought you said Boston College was going to finish about. Or wait. No, no. no just talk. Just hey, talk. No one means anything they say on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's holding us accountable? No I, one. Who well, cares? really, I just this is me just safeguarding in case UVA does win the ACC so I don't have to hear you guys. You know they're going to be in the mix. They're going to be a top four. Um, Gosh, I can't pick Louisville first. <laughs> just can't do it. Ah, uh, David Bench. But I don't want to pick Duke first. I'm so sick of doing this every year and being just slapped in the face by their fifth place, you know, finish. Yeah. Can we agree on that? They, were, they finished 11 and 7 last year in the ACC. I'm not Ooh. doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry, Duke. You're going down to number three in the league. Right. Hit me. All right. Um, I'm just going to take the plunge. Notre Dame, Louisville, Duke. Virginia, North Carolina, Miami. Mm-hmm. If you want to, I can keep oh, I going. I forgot Miami. Don't worry about it. No. You don't need to worry about that. I did It's fine. I meant to have Miami winning the ACC. That's what I meant. Oh, well. All right. Let me just let me give you your top five right now. Wake Forest, Wake Forest, Wake Forest, Wake Forest. I wish I could pick Wake Forest. And Wake Forest. I really do. Uh, they're they're not going to make my top five. Uh, so I think Duke's going to win the regular season. And then I'm going to say Louisville finishes second, then Notre Dame, then North Carolina, then Virginia Tech. Oh, you're so wrong. What? You're so wrong, Guthrie. You Did all... you miss our first part you... of the podcast? Oh, no, I was very much here. And I tried to interject many times about how much I think this Virginia Tech team Get out of here, is going to succeed this year. I hope I hope Chris Clark is is back to the player he was last year. Yeah, this is, no, this this is this is the year they finished in the top five. You're All so right. wrong. You're so wrong. All right. Buzz Williams bald by choice. A few other topics. <laughs> Can we air a couple grievances? Salt Can I air a couple grievances? Salt right? Air grievances. Taylor, go. you've been my friend of me for two years in the podcast, okay? <laughs> I have something to talk about okay. right now. Go. Um, so guys... We send some text messages to each other, correct? Correct. I text, so it happens that you live in Richmond. Correct. And I am dating the coolest girl in Richmond right now. And I texted you about a month ago. Hey, do you have any restaurant ideas? Tell me a place to go to. You know what I get? I get crickets back from you. But if Guthrie texts like, I forgot oh, about that. This this episode <laughs> of Ozark, or if so, Mike <laughs> says, did Bubble Fett get out of like the Rancor pit? Or what was it, the Sarlacc pit? You're immediately responding back. Come on, man. Come I, on, right? I have oh, no excuse. Get him, Luke. Oh. Get him. Come on. I, I don't have an excuse. So uh, are we just going to be enemies this year? That Is that a, the case? That was poor text etiquette. etiquette. Second of all, um, Ozark, are we done with this show? 
I haven't even watched an episode. Ozark, I mean, actually, it's the worst. Just I am watch done with the show. I, watched, I haven't I seen it. You were right about Mindhunter. It's a great show. Isn't it? Yeah. It's so good. American Vandal, top Netflix show going on right now. Watch, oh, really? Watch American Ooh, Vandal. Is that the new hotness? Yeah. Can we do Today and Overrated? Many thumbs up to American Today Vandal. Today and Overrated? Do you guys have anything? Anything oh. that's been overrated? In the last month or the summer oh. for you? Responding to restaurant recommendation time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're so, you're, oh man, I'm, I'm about to struggle. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any favorite fall cocktails? I'll winter say, cocktails? you know what? I'll go with one. You know, right. farm to table. You know, <laughs> totally overrated. All right. Everybody's Whoa. got the farm and you get the eggs and you're buying part of the cow i mean give me a break man just just serve it up put it on the plate you know make it good you know it doesn't everybody doesn't have to be farm to table you can be slaughter you know mass producing chickens i don't care i agree Pump slaughter to microwave yeah give me the give me the gmos give it to me all right classic old man shakespeare's <laughs> i agree with that Mike. Damn those and i'm kids. gonna go a step further this week on overrated brunch <laughs> oh. so, you attack all the things sorry ladies like. sorry yeah. ladies i mean i'm not against the idea but can we all save a fortune and gather together and make uh some bacon and eggs by ourselves and toast mm. instead of dishing out what like 14 dollars a plate on omelets but it comes eggs. with unlimited mimosas w- would you not cut always it? would you not cut always. it brunch if you made those bacon and eggs like at noon or at 11 a.m I mean, so they're like tacking on the Bloody Marys, and you know how I feel about that. Right, right. Not, not into that. I love mimosas. That's right. If you- <laughs> love mimosas, but yeah. I think, but they come in those it's two types s- of people in this world. All right, the mimosas come in the small, small champagne glasses. By the time the waiter or waitress is on the way flute. off, on the way back to, I don't know, the behind the area. Yeah. Area. Gotcha. I've already finished my mimosa, and I'm ready for another one. If they came in like a draft glass, maybe I'd be down. <laughs> but they don't. Like you know, don't a lot drunker. A, a stein of Or at least a mimosa. wine glass, right? Not a champagne glass. Weren't we going to have something where we all were forced to drink Bloody Marys during a podcast? Yeah, we need to do that. Yeah, we because should do that. Because Luke and Guthrie are non-believers. Oh, I'm 100% in the same boat as Luke. Thank you. Can, can I, I tell you something? I never had, evangelist I've, for the Church of the Bloody Mary. I've never had you, a good Can you Bloody imagine Mary? anyone what? actually taking never. the time to listen to what we think about mimosas <laughs> or Bloody Marys? Some guys on the way home like, I don't think I can this make it into I my garage. <laughs> I don't think I can get in my garage. I gotta oh, turn gosh. it off. I can't listen to them anymore. With that, said, with that said, Bloody Marys are oh, fantastic. We actually have a mailbag. Alright folks, if you want to contact us on the podcast you can taylor tell the folks the information uh you can send us an email accbballdgens at gmail.com or you can uh tweet at us accbballdgens excellent we'll see you next time folks